0: hello everyone and welcome to another wellness wednesday i'm your host meredith patterson and today we're talking about keeping your mind sharp neurosurgeon sanjay gupta is one of my favorite people to go to about all things the mind as he is a neurosurgeon and i am citing an article that he wrote recently for cnn about five tips to keep your brain sharp so we're talking about that today I know as an actress and as a performer, keeping your mind sharp is one of the most important things. Memorizing lines, portraying characters, that's a huge part of what we do in our business, but it's really something that's good for everybody in this world to keep your mind sharp. And I know having the year that we have had, we're coming up on a year of being quarantined and having coronavirus around, I know part of the side effects of coronavirus can be a foggy mind. So all of this will be very good for no matter what walk of life that you are coming from, and especially if you have had COVID like myself. So Sanjay Gupta, who is a neurosurgeon, has written a book called Keep Sharp, Building a Better Brain at Any Age. And he shares his learnings and experience on how to make your brain better, faster, fitter, and sharper, right? And we all need that. And he does so by sharing the five pillars of brain health, actions that according to existing scientific evidence have been demonstrated as fundamental to promoting good cognitive function across a lifespan. So here are the five recommended actions along with some of Gupta's recommendations about how to implement them into your life. So the first thing is to move, to exercise. Both aerobic and non-aerobic strength training is not only good for the body, but it's even better for your brain. I love this. The connection between physical fitness and brain fitness is clear, direct, and powerful. I know as a dancer, it's very important to keep doing choreography Keep picking up steps and learning new things because it does sharpen your mind. And if you already exercise regularly, like myself, Gupta says to try something different. For example, if you jog, try swimming or cycling. That's just what I was talking about in terms of as a dancer, new choreography, different styles of dance is really important. But if you exercise, do something that's different, break up your routine, don't do the same kind of exercise all the time, something that sharpens your mind. And if you aren't exercising at all, Gupta recommends 5 to 10 minutes of burst exercises, 30 seconds of high effort movement, 90 seconds of recovery, and upon approval from your doctor, the goal of working up to 20 minutes at least three times a week of getting your heart rate up and getting your mind and your body moving. And other simple tips include walking around when you're speaking on your phone, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, parking a bit further from the entrance to your destination, or to simplify matters, you could follow the advice that Gupta received from a friend who happens to be an actor and a fitness buff, Matthew McConaughey, just break a sweat every day. So that's really good advice and that's tip number one. Tip number two is to discover. Learning something new strengthens the brain, says research. And when you learn something new, you exercise your brain, so to speak, even doing these wellness Wednesdays is helping you because you're exercising your brain. You're learning something new in about 10 minutes every week. Right? So thank you for joining me. So doing so and learning something new allows you to take your attention and focus and concentration to new heights. So to help accomplish this, Gupta recommends at least one of the following things, read a book, that's maybe outside of your professional interest. Take a painting or cooking class. I know my husband and I love HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a really great um, company that sends you new meals every week and we've been loving doing that. Also check out other adult education courses or you know, your local university or rec center might have a lot of things that are online if you can't go in person. Join a writing group. Or try learning a new language. I know that that is really good for your brain. Number three, relax. (laughs) Relaxing is not solely a physical thing for your body. Your brain needs to chill out too. Gupta continues and says that scores of well-designed studies routinely show that poor sleep can lead to impaired memory And that chronic stress can impair your ability to learn and adapt to new situations. So in always talking about your wellness, I'm always talking about how much sleep is important to me. I sleep at least eight to nine hours every, sometimes more, every night. And that's really just my, I know that I don't function well without that. So in other words, one of the most important things you can do for your brain is to give it time to rest. Give it time to sleep. Even meditation, I'm telling you guys, it's, it's really something that is calming for your brain. My brain is always going, you know, a thousand miles a minute and I have to really sit and breathe and swipe away my thoughts. That's how I think of it. So Gupta recommends getting at least seven hours of sleep per night. <laughs> I wonder what he would think of my eight or nine but that 's the bare minimum if you know, that and that 's true that 's really the bare minimum if you want to have a normal healthy functioning physiology uh, physiological part of your brain sorry I got i my brain got got stuck on that word, but it 's true that you really need to have that much sleep. Um, I don't think, and you've heard me say this before. I don't think that it's um, a compliment to somebody if they can they can function on only five hours of sleep. I've heard many people brag about the fact that they don't need that sleep, um, and I just don't think it's true. I would love to see them, uh, you know, on a day to day if they crash every once in a while because of having those, you know, that little amount of sleep. So make sure to also leave about three hours between dinner and bedtime, which allows your stomach time to settle. You don't want caffeine after 2 p.m. Keep regular sleep habits. Try to go to bed and get up about the same time every day. Take a warm bath or read a book before going to bed. And keep the bedroom quiet, dark, and electronic-free. Ooh, I love Sanjay Gupta for saying this because that's the truth, you guys. And I've, if you go back in these Wellness Wednesdays, two years now, you'll hear me talk about how important it is to keep your bedroom electronics-free, TV-free. It should be quiet. It should be dark. It should also be kind of cold. I know a lot of people, especially in the winter time, you have your heat going. And I always, my husband and I and my, and my our kids, we have more blankets on the bed, but we keep it at around 65, 66 degrees, which can be cold, but it's better for your body and your sleep to not be too hot when you're sleeping. So back to tip number four, Sanjay Gupta says you need to nourish yourself. So, recent evidence shows that by consuming certain foods and limiting others, you can actually help prevent memory and brain decline and protect the brain against sickness and maximize brain performance Ooh, I love it So his tips are to eat sanjay style, breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and dinner like a peasant this is this is an awesome um, an awesome way of eating. I know I have some people who are you know, uh, not right now, but doing theater where it's hard for you to, um, not eat after a certain hour. There's different, you know, uh, bio-individual ways of doing this, but the sharp uh, method is something that, um, Sanjay Gupta recommends. So what that is S H A R P S slash the sugar in your diet. So slash it in half. You don't have to get it out all the way unless you have some issues with um, a lot of attention deficit disorder, things like that. But definitely cut the sugar or slash the sugar. Hydrate smartly. And what he means by that is, you know, make sure that you're that you are getting you're getting enough hydration and mostly water. OK, because a lot of people think, well, I drink soda all day or I drink coffee or I have some kind of liquids going into my body even juice people think juice is healthy juice is not that healthy juice juice has a lot of natural sugars which is you know there's a lot of other issues with that so hydrate smartly would be you know i've always talked about this lemon water you can do just regular water if if regular water is boring to you there's flavored waters you can do um but make sure that you do that uh add more omega-3s from natural sources into your diet. I know a lot of people pop omega-3 pills or omega-6 and it's better to get it from a natural source. It's better to get it from food. Um, reduce your portions in your food. Boy, that's a, that's a huge one. Uh, that's really hard for some people, but I think that there is a way to do it in, um, a compounded way so it's not like huge but a little bit at a time start taking away the the portion sizes and a good way to do that is to get smaller plates believe it or not Um, use a side plate for your dinner plate and not and fill it up but it's going to look like like there's there's more on the plate when the plate's smaller does that make sense so next thing plan meals ahead this is why hello fresh is such a great company because you have your meals planned and they send you all of the ingredients and it's just what you need so you're not wasting any food and it's awesome um, so one more simple tip drink instead of eat so we often make a mistake that we're hungry but we're actually thirsty so even moderate dehydration can you know sap your energy and interrupt your brain rhythm so be sure to keep yourself hydrated and the fifth and final tip you guys is connect okay and I know that this is so big right now because people are not feeling like they can connect and they can you know be around each other and research has long indicated that good relationships contribute to healthier and happier lives and better brain function And according to Gupta, more recent research tells us that relationships can improve the brain's plasticity, its ability to change and adapt and preserve its cognitive abilities. So if you're isolated, you know, make it a goal to reconnect with someone you haven't spoken to in a while. Try inviting a friend over for a meal. You can do this via Zoom. You can have, you know, a whole hang, a dinner hang via Zoom with somebody so you're not actually... In the same room with them if you are in a quarantine place but you're actually connecting with them and you can also try associating with people older and younger than you because i know that that changes your brain function when my my parents i can see them light up when they're around my kids who are five and eight and i know that my my brain function is different around my kids as opposed to when i'm around older people do some volunteer work that's really great for your brain that's really great to switch your focus Write a letter by hand to a younger loved one in the family. Um, pass on a lesson you've learned in your life. That's really good for your brain function to recall some lessons you learned maybe when you were a kid. It's also a really good thing for those younger members of the family to have in their possession. I know I have handwritten letters for my grandmother who is now passed on and I love them and I love having that and having, having saved that. Uh, Consider adopting a pet. You know, A pet is a really, really good thing for brain function and just for your overall health and joy in your life. And if you feel isolated and none of these tips are helping, you always need to seek out professional help. I go to betterhelp.com. I love betterhelp.com. It's a really wonderful way to journal every day online, share your journal entries with your counselor, having them write you back. Um, There's unlimited email and messaging, and then you have... Every week you can talk to a counselor and schedule um, schedule a Zoom or schedule uh, a phone call and it's all virtual. So I can do it from anywhere I want and I love it. My husband and I both love it. So finally, Gupta recommends tailoring his tips to your own personality and your own schedule. I always say this, it's all bio-individual. That means that you might have a different experience with these tips than somebody else and you make it work for you. Focus on doing one simple thing at a time and you might be surprised about how much you can accomplish in such a short period. Never forget that your brain is exceptionally plastic. It can rewire and reshape itself through your experiences and habits and a lot of this remolding of your brain can actually be achieved in a mere 12 weeks it's really like building any kind of muscle. I have people say so many times, well that's just how I am. That's how I think. This is the way I am. But the truth is is the ne- the neural pathways in your brain can be changed based on habits, based on introducing new new tips and new things that you can do even just doing these wellness wednesdays is changing your brain for the better so keep it up keep coming back every week i really appreciate your support and your love and have a great wonderful rest of your week remember bliss is your birthright and take care of yourselves everyone